You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee Project After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Glee Project After Show. <laughs> This is the Glee Project, Season 2, Episode 9, Romanticality. I am Tamara Berg. You can tweet me at Tamara Berg. I'm joined in studio by Marissa. Hello. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is Marissa Serafini. And we have Phil in the booth with us. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Philip. Um... Uh, Steve is out of town this week, and I'm really sorry because I know there are people who want to talk to him or hear what he has to say tonight. He also was not in a place where he could watch the East Coast feed, so he couldn't even call in because uh-huh. it wouldn't he wouldn't have seen the show yet. And Miss Zilo, Miss Christy, Anne could not be with us either this evening. So Marissa is sitting so I'm in, filling in the massive, crazy Glee and Glee Project fan. Yes. Yes. You're an so. excellent replacement. I'm sure we will have a good conversation. You and I had a hard time not talking to each other during the show. <laughs> we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <We> did. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Romanticality. By the way, one of the things I just wanted to say real quickly was last season, season one of the Glee Project, this week was called Sexuality Week, if you'll remember. Mm-hmm. And one of the favorite contenders, one of my favorite contenders, Cameron, had kind of a, a morality crisis over it. And um, he actually quit the competition because he was not willing to kiss another competitor because he felt that it was going to it was akin to cheating on his girlfriend interesting Mm. that this season they called it romanticality instead of sexuality which i think is a smart thing to do yeah and they're learning from their first season yes so maybe just to change it up for the second season and learning from, you know, their mistakes yeah. or whatnot. Um, and obviously we didn't have the kissing issue like we did last season. No, they were um, all over each other. There was plenty, plenty of kissing. There was kissing from the there right. no from qualms the about kissing. Not at all. Not at all. So let's start with the homework assignment. The song was More Than Words by Extreme and Nuno Betancourt was the guitarist who originally, I'm assuming, you know, he, well, he did. I'm not assuming. He did uh, play the guitar on the recorded song the big hit um and that was the homework assignment so the 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 six contenders who were left were connected to each other put in pairs and had to convey believable chemistry that was sort of the theme of the entire week right yes, yes. Uh, believable chemistry and sometimes it wasn't so believable i don't think so mm. yeah well it was it was definitely an acting challenge for everybody. It's interesting because, you know, these are young kids. They're hormones raging, different experience levels. So there's a lot yes. of a lot of um, that, and you know, challenges with with ro- uh, romance relationships and 
um, all the things that are going on with that, the the social issues of romances and relationships, obviously what they're literally going through in this competition with regard to relationships with each other. So there's a lot of fodder for the the theme, I think, this week. So we had Michael and Shanna... Blake and Allie, and Eileen and Lily. Lily. Yes, I thought that was interesting, them two paired up. Because when you first saw them, they were, like, unsure. But as they were talking, they were getting more into it. Yes. And then, uh, (laughs) what what did Eileen say? Uh, Something about, we should kiss. We should kiss, you should kiss. Don't tell anyone, but we're going to kiss. And I'm like, okay, how is this going to (laughs) go? Yeah, well, what did you think about the kiss? Let's just go to that. Um, I, I, honestly, I think their performance was a little forced. Okay. And honestly, it wasn't genuine. Yeah. Just like, you can tell throughout all these episodes so far this season that those two are their competitors. They comp- they've been competing throughout the whole thing. Right. And they're always butting heads. Right, because and they're then, both big personalities. Yes. They're both very strong voices. There was that issue that came up last week with, I think it was last week, with Eileen saying, Lily just sings too damn loud. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. And so to see two very strong females pair up and then and everyone knows that they're really not they don't have the best friendship right and just to see them it was honestly forced and they were trying to make it look like they were having fun but honestly no yeah no yeah uh then we had uh let's see so blake and Allie. Okay, first of all, I just want to say that I thought the entire performance for the homework was really beautiful. Musically, I thought it was it was pretty. Yes. Um, I, I'm very impressed with the fact that they do their own choreography. They come up with their own stories for these homework pieces. And the guys, when they were here in studio with us, confirmed that. And I, I'm very impressed by that because... You know, a lot of times these kids will just be able to sing or be able to sing and dance, but the whole group dynamic really changes things when when you've got so much at stake and when you've got things that you've got to accomplish. So I, I just thought it was a really great performance. Darren Chris, I keep forgetting to mention him, came in as the guest, guest mentor. mentor. Okay, so now let's get back yes. to the, the performance. So Blake and Allie, they, Blake actually won this performance and... The comments that that were given to them from Darren Chris were that they were natural. It was an earnest. It looked like an earnest relationship, and yes. it was very playful. They liked that part. I, I love the cons, uh, concept of each of the pairs because we had uh, Blake and uh, Allie. Mm-hmm. They were they were more flirtatious, and then Shanna and Michael were like really more romantic, more serious kind of right like, in a relationship. Right, and then. Uh, Lily, Lily and, and Eileen. Eileen, they were, uh, you, you can tell, like, they just didn't, it wasn't there, and they were like, mm, exactly how. Well, I think it was more of a, they were taking more of the, the surface of a, what a relationship looks like, From the as outside. opposed to what the, yes. what a relationship is about. You know, mm. and one of the things I really liked about what Blake did was that he he took Allie's hand and he kissed her hand. He kissed it, yeah. I wrote that down too, and and they were rubbing noses. Too. Yeah, like. Uh, so the more along the flirtatious side, not really, right? Just right there on the surface, right, right. So uh, it was Blake who won, and he was, you know, as I said, natural and earnest, um, and you know, fine. He was great. He was the winner. He was great. I mean, he was, yeah. you know. But we're getting to the point in the competition, I think, where. 
And they said it during the last chance performances. Any one of these people could win. And this is the week. I think last week was, well, no, last week was incredibly painful. I think the week before last, it was, you know, it got to the point where from this point on, every single cut is going to be a killer. And when yes. Abraham got cut last week, that was a kill. Of course, when Charlie got cut before that, that was a killer too. I'm I'm sorry. It's just hard all the way through. No, I the first it. few were were a little bit easier to figure out, and there are actually a couple that are still on the show right now, which I've talked about last week. Who I'm surprised that they're there. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that we've already lost a couple of superstars at this point. But it really just gets killer from here. I, I agree because the more we see each character, each each person, each week, you know, the, the more attached we get uh, yes. to them. Yes, and then of course. When we finally cut them, we're like, no, we don't want to see them go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then let's move on to the video performance, which is We Found Love by Rihanna. Again, the couples were created and but they were different couples so we had but we still had because we only have two boys and we have three girls or four girls there was going to be a same sex lesbian couple yes the the male to female ratio was not good mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and i have to say i said it before i think i said it in the news last week that the guys have better odds right now just because they're because they're guys i believe it yeah and there are a lot of girls already on glee so, you know, yeah, not yeah. only are they a minority in the Glee project, but they're also in a minority on Glee sure. so that they've got some more. They've got yes, a few yeah. extra little points there that just by virtue of their gender. Mm-hmm. So Michael and Lily were a couple. Eileen and Shannon and Blake and Allie. Choreography was the first thing that we went to. Allie being in the chair. There was a moment where they were, where they were going to be on the floor. She was really concerned about that. And I thought it was uh, interesting and telling and something that many of us don't have contact with when she's talking about how, you know, I wanted to be on the floor. I wanted to be in his arms and and have that experience because that's a real issue for people who are in wheelchairs and you have to figure out how to deal with it, right? What? How did you feel about that? I think I, I love the fact that all three of the pairs, they were all on the floor at the same time. Throughout the music video, I think being on the floor is a place of vulnerability, and that's what. Uh, yeah, um, and they kept mentioning throughout the episode that we want to see moments, little moments of vulnerability, right? Calendy, and them being on the floor, like because being on the floor, you're constricted, and there's not, you can't do a lot of stuff on the floor. So, right, I, I agree that. Uh, I can see why Ellie wanted to be on the floor, and plus, it's, it's a bit more more romantic on the floor, too. Right, right. So. Well, yeah, certain things can happen on the floor well, that yeah. can't happen when you're sitting on furniture. Um, not that I would know. Right. So then we went into Nikki and in the booth. Okay, so Shanna had a challenging time, or at least that's what they showed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Michael, okay, Michael walked in and Nikki was like, oh, geez, here it goes, the challenge of the week, right? She had the total preconceived notion. Right. No, because Michael's been consistently giving not the best performance in the yep. booth. Yep. And so she already had this predetermined thought that, oh, yep. he's, he's not going to be good again this week. And what did he do? And he Came was and amazing. He, he he knocked it out of the park. He was great. Yeah, he really did. And then Lily came in, and it was very interesting because she took direction. It's like she, it's like Lily really finally got it this week. She was taking direction. She was showing some subtlety in some of her performance. No, in her performance, she was showing subtlety. And and what Nikki said was, Lily has become a studio singer. So. Yes. 
I I agree because yes, she's been over the top, and we mentioned it last episode that she she's just overperforming everyone, and so I think she's took that into consideration. So she's bringing down her performance just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's working for her. Well, and that's where you find the feeling. That's where you find dynamics. Steve and I talked about it a couple weeks ago that she's one of the one of the performers that at least in her acting, she she does caricatures more than characters in 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 some of the ways. You know, she's always doing these big moves and kind of not not cliches, but she has some go tos that she always go to mm-hmm. goes to. She has you know moves in her pocket, and I think that's always also true rather for her with respect to how she sings, and and it's like she finally sort of connected to the soul of the pieces that she was singing and and was kind of just more present than she had been before and i liked seeing that because that's where that's where the vulnerability comes and that's where people will start to connect with you as a performer yes right yes Totally. Um, and did I already say this that Nikki said she has become a studio singer? So <laughs> yes. yeah. Um, Allie, then, what what was your take on Allie in the studio? Um, did honestly, you have an opinion on that? I thought she was a little flat, but um, she is an alto singer, and I, I'm a soprano, so I really don't know uh, the altos. And all, usually, alto singers sing the harmony. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, I'm one of them. So and so, I'm not used to that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For me, it sounded a little flat. Maybe just because I'm not. I don't know alto singing. Okay, for so. speaking for all the altos, okay, there you um, go. I will say I thought she was excellent. I thought she okay. was outstanding. I really did. And and I just wrote in my little cryptic note-taking, just little plus signs next to her. I have not been the biggest supporter of... Um, oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Eileen. Okay, Allie. Right. Okay. Back in my mind. Uh, anyway, Allie, I thought she was outstanding. She was the one she was singing to Blake. And she... Right? Did I have that wrong? You, well, you asked me about Eileen. <laughs> okay, okay. So I meant Eileen. Okay, Eileen. Let's finish talking Ellie, about Eileen. Eileen. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. I get them mixed up. I, no, I, okay. I, sometimes I write Eileen's name with ease so that I won't get her confused with Allie. All right, okay. sorry. Stick nice. with me, people. I'll get I'm there. All right, so Eileen. Yes. Okay, speaking for the altos, you said she wasn't so great. Okay, I, I mean, I thought she was good. I didn't really write an, a note on her, so apparently she was fine in my book. Okay. Uh, but moving on to Allie, now I've got it down. She was singing to Blake in the studio. Well, they were all singing to each other, but mm-hmm. she was singing to Blake, and it just seemed to just make uh, her shine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, like, Allie, I don't, she sounded great, and she had great energy, but I see I a sneer think, on your face. So tell me what you're thinking there. Oh, well, well, I honestly, I, I think it kind of. It, she she sounded good. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. It just wasn't there for me. Really? This week. Yeah. Okay. Honestly. I thought she was excellent, but yeah. Okay. Then okay. Blake <laughs> comes up. All right. So let's talk about Blake. And speaking of people who don't notice how to sing harmonies, because that's the thing. As an alto, that's all you sing. You 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 get the hard parts. It's a killer. Yeah. And. Blake comes in with really weird harmonies. He sounded really quite terrible a couple of times. I'm sorry to say. Bit pitchy, off tone. And uh, I've been there a zillion times where you try something. And well, in fact, Steve and I were doing something just a couple weeks ago and I was singing and he was like, yeah, no, try that one again. (laughs) (laughs) So it's and again, these kids are in an incredibly vulnerable situation. They're trying to 
to hit so many things. And he had a really hard time with it. Obviously, no experience singing or very little experience singing duets and choral pieces. And so harmony mm-hmm. was really hard for him. So that harmony was... Harmony was his crack in his armor. The crack in his armor, indeed. His kryptonite. Yes. So he had a hard, hard time with that. Uh, and it followed him through as as we went along. They finally got his piece, and then we went to the video shoot. Oh, we have a, we have some business to do, don't we? I'm just keep I just keep blowing through things because I don't I don't have our normal format here. Oh, I have it over here, but that's okay. I I don't need it. You do. <laughs> I mean, you do. You do. Not you do. You do. You uh, do. All right. Well, for any of you who want to go shopping online on Amazon, before you go to Amazon, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, and there you'll see at the top the Amazon banner. You click on it, it'll take you straight to your regular Amazon. It's no extra cost to you. It's just one extra click, but it helps us out, and we get a little kickback. I mean, it keeps the lights on, keeps us doing all these free shows and contents because we do this all for free and out of love. Yes, we, we do. love it. So if you show us some love, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click the Amazon banner, and shop away. Yay. Thank yes. you. It really helps us out. So thanks for doing that. Okay, so let's move on to the video shoot. So it was about... Eric White had said, I'm looking for connection between you people. I'm looking for those little moments. I'm looking for the believable chemistry, again, that came up. So Lily right away just entranced him and did what we were talking about before. She finally realized subtlety as her friend. Yes. And she was she was being be, not being her big, brassy, loud normal go-to self, which is useful in a lot of situations. Just in this one, if you're you know, there's a difference between well, there's a difference between sexuality and a romanticality. This is called romanticality, yes. and that's that's it's a more subtle expression. So uh, she did a great job. I I think so. Michael and Lily, they were the I think the best pair out of all of them this week. Yeah, and and I love the fact that they said that Michael brought his brought up his performance and Lily brought hers down. And yep. that was a nice balance, and it worked. And I, I love the fact, and I'm just going to mention that uh, the clothing for each of the pairs, I think it fit really well with the um, environments that they were in. For example, Did, um, I didn't I didn't notice that specifically. No, so. I, I, no I, I just noticed that because for Michael and Lily, they were on the bleachers and they were wearing fun clothing and they were at a picnic yes. on the bleachers. Right. For uh, El, Ellie and Blake. Ellie and Blake, they were in red clothing, like uh, a bit of red clothing, and they were in the mop room. Or, right. Uh, and they had that red sign behind yes, them. Yes, the prom sign. So there's uh, red clothing for like love and romance mm-hmm. there. And then Eileen and Shannon, they were in more dressy clothes, and they're in the theater auditorium. Right. So I thought the clothing just like matched well with each of their environments. I just picked that. Very good. (laughs) Good for you. I I had to mention that. I didn't notice that. So, but I agree with you. Um. So okay. So let's talk about Eileen and Shanna. They. I I just. There. I'm sorry, you guys who are on the Twitter feed. I mean, on the chat roll, because since there are only two of us, I don't have quite enough time to read all of your comments. But I am getting at least a few of them. So stick with me. But um. You know, a couple people were saying some of the guys in the chat roll were saying they loved the girl. 
girl on girl couples and um, a couple of the men including and including a, a few people who are gay were commenting that it just wasn't believable it just wasn't realistic it wasn't really you know coming through and that's what that's what I was thinking yeah I just felt they were having trouble with getting direction from Eric but also from Zach and Robert they were all commenting that it was it was not natural and that they were taking a literal interpretation of let's mm. be romantic and it was kind of it was kind of lily like it was kind of over the top and and surface and as um Zach called it it's like you're swing dancing out there yeah but the thing for me i think Eileen was the female in both pairs both the same sex pairs. Yeah. And I think she deals with her awkwardness with a playful yes. behavior. And I think that's just how, why it was, it seemed a bit unnatural and forced and a bit immature because she mentioned uh, play around with me and have fun with me. Right. I think that was just her way to deal with, oh, what do I, oh, how am I going to make this uh, girl and girl pair fun? Right. Well, and. Um, Eileen is not gay. I'm going to assume Shanna is just not not for any particular reason, but it just hasn't come up. So there was we were talking about it a little bit in the room that that's going to be the biggest stretch for all the couples, you know, when because going so that's going to be the biggest stretch. And these two girls, I think, really kind of didn't know what to do with that. They were it was like they were doing a picture of what a same sex couple would be as opposed to trying to be a same sex couple. Mm -hmm. And like you say, Eileen deals with many things with a smile on her face. And I I just I found it. I found the smile just annoying and no subtlety. Yeah, no subtlety in their relationship. And so it really it really fell flat for me. Yeah, I know. I totally agree, too. Yeah. Yeah. So before we go any further, let's talk about iTunes, would you? All right. Yeah. Um, Well, we all know that we love the Glee Project and we love listening to and reading all your comments on iTunes. So rate, comment, tell a friend. And it keeps us doing all these shows because it helps us help you guys we love you know we just love reading what you guys have to say and we love this show and we know you guys love the rate and comment tell a friend it only takes a minute and it really helps us out and uh we know our glee project fans are big fans and they they follow our advice when we ask them to rate and comment because we have the more more ratings than a lot of the other shows (laughs) so we really appreciate that that helps us out a lot i want to do just a couple of quick shout outs to m bryant and to annalisa 18 who both gave us some nice feedback this week also someone was asking uh what steve's uh, bowling score was <laughs> when I talked to him earlier today he said uh, make sure and mention that I'm working on my bowling score so so thanks for that we appreciate the the comments and feedback and the bowler? rating um, I do not know <laughs> I have not bowled with Steve I don't think maybe mm-hmm. I have I don't know oh yeah right. I did but it was months ago so I don't know alright <laughs> okay so we move on to the, the overall impression of the video so w- what was your overall impression of the finished video not the shooting of it but the finished video I, I loved it. I honestly. did too. It was so well edited. There was also a great concept. It felt, it really felt like the Breakfast Club. Yeah, totally the Breakfast Club. Yeah, just with six people right. instead of five. Right. But uh, because they start off, 
They're in Saturday detention. And with the principal, who's actually on Glee, I, yep. I forget his name right yep. now. But he was there, and I, I love the fact that uh, they used him, so it made it re- feel like a real detention. And then the moment he steps out, they go running off into their own places. And they go to the bleachers, the auditorium, and the closet. Right. <laughs> the janitor's closet. Right. Loved it. And um, it just every everyone was it was great. I, you know, honestly, I think Michael and Lily, I, I wasn't feeling their performance at first. When they were on the bleachers, you can tell in like okay. his face, he just wasn't really into it. But afterwards, he was like, okay, it seems genuine and sweet. And then uh, Lily, oh, no, sorry, I already mentioned Lily. Um, I thought Lily sounded great in the video, by the way. We, you know, we talked a little bit about her, what Nikki thought her studio experience was. But when we saw it in the video, I thought she sounded just really good. Mm-hmm. I thought that was excellent. Yeah, and Michael and Lily, they had the best performance as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eileen and Shannon, they, well, I loved the fact that they did go with the cat and mouse yes. kind of storyline. Yes. Just running around having fun in the auditorium. And then Blake. Blake. Blake, Blake the dreamy, dreamy oh, Blake. Oh, sigh. <laughs> um, them in the closet. Whew, that was romantic. Steamy. Very mm-hmm. steamy and romantic. Mm-hmm. And it, it was very sweet. I wrote down very sweet. And That's the one word back. I wrote was sweet. Yeah. And, and behind them, there was the prom sign asking Allie to go to prom. And I think that that pairing just felt like the most real. Yes. I agree I with that. Uh, what do you think? Well, I, I definitely agree with that. Overall, I thought the video was really sweet. I thought um, it was very entertaining. I wrote very little down, which just means I had nothing critical to say mm-hmm. about it. But I thought um, I, I enjoyed the performances, with the exception of Eileen and Shanna. But I think that in the editing, they did a good job because you can really manipulate people's performances in editing, as many of us probably know. And And I think they did a good job getting the best parts of their performance in. Um, one of the things I want to say that was in the chat role, in the chat room is somebody was asking, do we think that Eileen's play with me comment was also because um, Blake and Allie were playful in the homework assignment. So maybe Eileen went, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? That's going to win us something. And so she brought that into the into the video. What do you think? Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But the fact that Eileen said, like, uh, play with me is just like, I think it was just, again, her way her of default. just having fun with an awkward situation. Yeah, yeah. Because a couple of weeks ago, when they were filming that uh, swim shoot, the, yes. when they were at the swimming pool, yes. and she got the slushy in the face, she was she was laughing. So yes. I don't think she knows how to take real serious situations seriously. That's going to be hard for her as she moves forward in her career, whatever it whatever it becomes, whether it's a spot on Glee or not. Mm-hmm. Because, um, But she's 19, is that what yeah, we decided? Y- yeah, I think she's 19. But again, she's young, and, yeah. and she doesn't have a lot of life experience. Right. So. right. so she needs to get her heart broken a few more times so yes. she can know what it feels a like to cry. More. I've been there. Okay, um, what else did I want to say about that? Where was I, Blake's standout moment? Oh, right! I, I think I yelled at the end of that. I was like, where, where was Blake's moment? Nowhere. Didn't show up. Didn't show up. And I don't know. I wonder what happened with that. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it was because his singing wasn't 
up to par. They mm. they couldn't use it. I don't know, but it it wasn't there, and that was kind of a bummer. Mm, I, I don't know. Maybe just because since there was six of them and they were all pairs, mm-hmm. there wasn't a good moment to actually stand out from. A pairing, right? So that that might be a factor, right? Yeah, because you've just got to be balanced through the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, that could be. That could very well be. Um, one of the things I want to correct myself on because I just realized this as as I was looking through the again through the chat room that um, I said that this week was called Romanticality Week and last season it was called Sexuality. They were they're mentioning on the um, chat that we actually did already have Sexuality Week. Yeah, we did. Thanks for Go not on. telling me. Oh. <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> Making me look like I don't know but what's going sexuality on. Sexuality last week. There's a you're, lot. You're like last season. Last, yeah, but, last season, but this, this season, season we also this season we also had a sexuality episode that was the one with Naya Rivera. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, that that was like what episode four? So, yeah, it was early on in the yeah, season, which is why I can't remember. There's a lot going on in this brain. I can't remember <laughs> everything, but thanks. And I, don't tweet me that I got that wrong because I know I got it wrong. So thanks. I'm fixing that. Um, okay. So we had in our bottom three Eileen, Blake, and Shanna. And I predicted it. I wrote it down. Yes, you did. And I wrote Blake, Shanna, Eileen, and lo and behold. Since we were an hour late, I accidentally saw it, so I couldn't um <laughs> so I couldn't predict. I knew who, who it was gonna be, so I didn't didn't involve myself in that conversation. <laughs> so first we had Eileen singing First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, a song from the sixties by Roberta Roberta Flack. It's been it's a classic kind of soul tune and it's been around for a really long time. Um just real quickly, I thought the tempo was a little slow. It's a slow song, don't get me wrong, but I felt like she was really kind of, kind of, and maybe it was because, as we saw a little bit later, she missed some of the lyrics. There are only like 25 words in that song, but she she didn't know it. She'd never heard it before, and she missed one of the, like, the gut-wrenching killer moments, um, but... I felt the tempo was a little too slow, and I don't know if it was because she was hesitating or if she wasn't familiar with it, but that bothered me a little bit. Other than that, I thought it was good. You? I thought she sang beautifully. Yes, she messed up a few words, and yep. and I mentioned to you while she was singing, like, I, I couldn't remember that song the first time I ever... Ever I saw your face. Ever I, you see? And, but... Um, once I heard her start singing, I was like, okay. So I can kind of understand that she would forget words. Yeah. I can, I can believe that. Yeah, but like but I said. she sang beautifully, though. She did sing beautifully. There are only like 20 words in that song, <laughs> so that's my criticism. Um, I, I loved her dress, too, by the way. I thought that was really, it was pretty, it was pretty it was with like the little flowers dark, on it. Blue, it very fluffy. Yeah. Okay, then we had Blake singing Losing My Religion, which uh, TDC123 would like to point out that he did get a standout moment in the... Video, he Did had he? a small belt outline when he was on the floor with Allie. Okay. It's not the kind of standout that we're used to seeing really? in past, in past um, performances. Okay. That went so. by so fast then because the editing was like... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. So he's doing REM's Losing My Religion. He was incredibly nervous. So nervous. He couldn't even... Like, it seemed like he was ex- going to hyperventilate, right? Yeah, he'd give him a paper bag. Like, he couldn't say his whole name. Like, he had to take deep breaths in between each word. Like, I felt really bad for him. You just wanted to kiss him to make him feel better, didn't I you? I did. Uh-huh. Just run up on the stage and give him a big wet one. But, yes, very nervous. But I don't think that song showed his true talent. At all. 
at all. Usually we've talked about over the weeks, the last chance performance tends to be something that really fits in the wheelhouse of each of these performers. And so instead of being something that challenges them in the end, it ends up being the perfect showcase song. Some of them, like with Eileen, don't know the song, but they're really chosen to be a, a standout performance for them to show to Ryan Murphy. And I felt like this song, maybe they've changed their strategy on choosing last chance performance songs for these guys. But I felt like this one was, I felt like it was boring. I felt like it didn't challenge him. Mm -hmm. And it didn't give him a lot of opportunities to showcase himself and his voice. I thought the song choice itself was not great. No, and honestly, I think he had a hard time getting into it. But at the end, he was kind of there. But honestly, no, it was just, it wasn't the best song for him. Uh, yeah, and, and can I say for the last chance performance? And yes. I always think about this every single episode. Why do they call it last chance performance when I mean, some of the contestants have been there more than once? They should call it like "Sing for Your Lives" or something. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean that's I that's what I always think of it as chance because other competition shows like uh, "So You Think You Can right? Dance" they they call it "Dance for Your Lives." How about Glee Project "Sing for Your Lives"? I don't know. I I don't think last chance performance does justice. Okay. In the naming. Noted. Just saying. <laughs> Noted. We'll let them know right. that. Ryan Murphy is new to Twitter, which I'll talk about in our news. So you can tweet him that, okay? All right. I will. Okay. I will. Um, then we had Shanna singing Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. Uh, oh, wait. Actually, before we go to that, I want to go to Blake. Uh, to, to just talk about what Ryan Murphy said about him. He said... Uh, he's really absent vulnerability and nerves, which was so ironic because he was incredibly nervous when he came out on stage. He was, like we said, hyperventilating. And But the point being that that vulnerability and and really being being willing to fail, mm-hmm. maybe being fearless, maybe being brave is something that Ryan Murphy likes to write to. And that's what he's really looking at now at this point. Robert Ulrich did did the the messy work of yeah, calling the, the the casting from thousands and tens of thousands of kids down to 14 and now Ryan Murphy is is being a precision surgeon with the cutting of the of the choices. And so but I can see why Ryan would say that because writing for a character who can deal with emotions and drama, that's good. That's good for any show, and that's good content. Yes. If you're getting, uh, getting a person who doesn't show a lot of emotion, what can you write for them? Right. So yeah. I, get, I get that. Well, And that, that would also be my criticism for Lily, who up to this episode had not sh- shown a lot of emotion either. So, Okay, so moving on to Shanna. Stronger, Kelly Clarkson. Um, I thought it was okay. What did you think? Um, I thought it was good. I didn't... Uh, I, I think she just tried to kind of overperform it because that was her first time being in that position. Yes. So I don't think she really knew exactly how to take it. And so I think she sang that song like Kelly Clarkson probably would. I think she went about that approach and tried to prove that she is strong and she deserves to be there. Do you think that that was a good choice or a bad choice singing like Kelly Clarkson? I think it was a bad choice. Okay. But I can see why she wanted to do that to just show off her performance and her talent and that she deserves to be ugly. Well, Ryan Murphy said, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I 
you know, frankly, we, we had a couple of extra people in the room with us while we were watching, and they had not ever seen the show before, had not yeah. seen any of the singing, were not familiar with the Glee Project at all. And one of them said that her intensity and her facial expressions while she was singing was off-putting. And I felt like her her whole look was sort of severe in in an uncomfortable way. And and so I'm talking about her lipstick being a little too bright, and I know she was trying to match her dress, and I know that was a choice. Very I just didn't bright, vibrant red. And then the hair looked, you know, maybe a little too messy. Not not like cool messy, a little messy messy. Um, that dress I don't think was the best wardrobe choice for her. So, and and the other person had said, you know, if I just close my eyes and listen to her, she's fantastic. But when I'm looking at her, I don't I don't enjoy it. It's not something so. That, do, how do you feel about that? Do you think that that was part of her her downfall? I I think so. Just again, just going over the top may not be the best choice in saving yourself. And she, her bright her bright outfit. <laughs> bless you. Pardon me. Her her bright outfit wasn't. Uh, I don't think it did her justice. Yeah. Like I think she has a beautiful voice. I she think does. she could have just sang that song like normal. Yeah. Or just very. Just regular. Straightforward. Yes. Well, I don't think anybody should be voted off for bad wardrobe choices. But I don't I just don't think it was I don't think it complimented her. I don't think it helped her any. But I, I've been saying for the last few weeks I was predicting Shanna in the top three. Same and so I was very surprised. The Twitter sphere went all crazy <sighs> right after the results were were brought out, and um, a couple people are, are super annoyed by it. And uh, but here's what Ryan Murphy said: I, If you get a chance to come back, I want you to be bolder. I want you to be a tough country girl. And he said, "What kind of character would you be?" Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember what he said? She said, "She said Tell I'd it. I'd like to be an athletic person who does everything." Right. And I wrote down, "We already have that." Yeah. Boring. That's, so Quinn. what? <laughs> yeah, it's Quinn. It's Quinn. And I wrote down, "That's Quinn." I was like, "We already have those kind of characters. We need someone new." Right. And I think that's boring. And I thought that character, maybe she was just trying. I mean, that's a tough question. If you've not thought about it, mm-hmm. you know, what What are you going to do with that information? But she was probably just trying to come up with something as close to herself as possible because, you yeah. know, the truth is easy to remember. But that's a that's a boring character. It's something we've already seen. It wasn't original. And, you know, the interesting thing about her was the fact that she we talked about it early in the season, that she was bullied, that she was called crack baby, that she had challenges with her parents and those are interesting stories that's the kind of thing that ryan murphy again is liking to write to and that's what you have to be looking at at this point mm-hmm. yeah it, and those kind of stories could probably translate into her acting if she chose like a more difficult uh, more layered character yes exactly a more layered character exactly and that's what people are talking about on the on the um boards as well that she just wasn't different enough mm-hmm no originality. Yeah. So so Shanna was gone. I was sad. I, I was upset. I, yeah. So wh- why don't you tell me what you thought of Shanna going? You should have seen me finding out the results. I was like literally yelling. I'm just not happy because Shanna, she's been the most consistent. She, this was the first throughout. time in the bottom three. Yeah. First time in the bottom three, which did not go her way. Right. And for her to be in the 
bottom three the first time and then get eliminated, that's just rough. That's a killer. That is rough. Uh, what do you think? You were you were furious. I was furious. Yeah, I I was seriously. Shannon's my favorite, and to see her go is it's t- terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was surprising. A lot of people were upset about it, and um, yeah, it's. I was upset about it as well. You were pissed though. You were practically <laughs> swearing. So. What doesn't so. kill you makes you I think, right. and I think, right. I think Ryan Murphy absolutely could have written to her. I maybe it was too hard. You know, maybe it was maybe it was going to be too much of a stretch for him because mm-hmm. he did have challenges la- with last season's Glee Project winners. Didn't know what to do with Damian McGinty, and so he learned that lesson. And maybe it was just there. You know, there's a lot that goes into choosing these these um, yeah. ca- new cast members. So. So Shanna is gone. Uh, Let's Shanna's go to some news. Gone. I have a little news. Some interesting things happened After this week. TV news. Hey there, Abraham Lim. Please, please love you, email Abraham. me. I've been emailing you. I'm feeling like you're not listening to me. Uh-huh. Abraham and I had some really interesting conversations this week via Twitter and email. Well, really via Twitter. I emailed him. Um, there were two great articles that came out with fan favorite and one of my favorites, Abraham. Um, there is, and there are a couple of interesting things about them. You can take a look. Uh, one is in Entertainment Weekly. One is in the Huffington Post. There's a new set of books called Fifty Shades of Grey that has come out. Everybody's probably heard of it. Very controversial erotica book. Apparently, Abraham bought those books recently. And while he was in the bookstore... He got carded, because you have to be over 18 uh. by those kind of sassy books. The 24-year-old was flattered, saying, thank you for making my day. Yes. Good for him. Yeah. And we just know something really personal and saucy about Abraham now that he bought those books. And he said he read them one, two, three, right in a row. That's awesome. I would I would do the exact same thing. You know what? Hubba, hubba. Maybe he'll I, lend I you his. I was in Target, and I had those books in my hand. Oh. Yeah, I'll, so maybe I'll, I'll ask him to lend me his. <laughs> There you go. Talking about Abraham's ankle and back injuries, competitors and our very own Steve Bottomley felt like he might be faking his injuries. I tweeted him about it this week, and that was part of what got our conversation started. And he was quoted as saying, I have never been the type of competitor to feel the need to tear other people down in order to beat them. And I say amen. Mm -hmm. Steve and I and all my other writer friends talk about this a lot. When you're writing a protagonist and an antagonist, you want to make your antagonist just as strong as your protagonist because then the conflict between them is is heightened it's more exciting and when your protagonist wins it makes that win so much more satisfying and for, from the world of fiction to the world of fact I Abraham is clearly a man of character a man of principle and I have a big giant you know love crush on him for his his character of who he is. It's not really a crush. It's just, I, I really admire and respect what he has done. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was exciting to to see that in an article. A lot of the article talks about the character, uh, his character, where he came from, what happened with him and his parents or his mother. And, um, and I think he's a wonderful guy. And it's... I think all of them are wonderful. Was, yeah. So and, like, yes, they were in the studio, but they were just great people to talk to. Yes, and I don't think he would do anything like that just to oversell himself or just to make him better or more height, like, more on top of anyone or more superior. Right. Whatsoever. And it cheapens the win. 
Yes. And he and he even talked about, I'm not going to wish laryngitis on somebody. I want us all to be at our best so that that competition can be real and it can be more satisfying. So amen to that. Yeah. Good so yay, him. Abraham. Yes. Ryan Murphy recently joined Twitter and has given some pretty juicy tidbits for season four of Glee. Ooh. There will be an episode called The Breakup. It could be Quinn and, uh, Finn and Rachel. It could be Mr. Shu and Emma. But we don't know. Or maybe one of the groups break up. We do not know, but we do know that there will be an episode called The Breakup. The Breakup. Well, I don't think it's Finn and Rachel because they broke up in the finale. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know, there's it's, everybody comes back together and breaks up on this show. Yeah, like a lot it, of TV It shows. could be anybody. It okay, could be. that's interesting. It could be. Also, the first big group number of the year on Glee will be Chasing Pavement by Adele. Oh, that is a great right? song. Oh, yes. Love Adele. And third little bit I had was plans are in the works for a big two-part Thanksgiving episode in November. Okay. Sectionals happens in November. Also, there could be a wedding. So stay tuned to see what happens for the big two-parter episode. Awesome. And you may want to follow Ryan Murphy. It's something like Mr. I can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can find him pretty easily. It's Here we go. Well, M- I had a little bit of time. R- fi- Murphy. Yeah, I had ahead. a hard time, but uh, we got it. It's Mr. R.P. Murphy. That's it. It was the There P you go. Okay. Mr. R.P. Murphy. He gives away a lot of good information on Twitter, so I do follow, follow him. him. There. Yeah, I did today, too. It was very We're exciting. up to 90,000 with those Twitter followers. I feel like we could do better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that I count will go up. I don't trust have, me. I don't have ninety thousand followers. <laughs> that is all of our news for this week. Awesome. Okay, so now let's move on to. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Next week episode is called Actability. Actability. We oh yes, let's talk about the fact that before the little break before they revealed the person eliminated this week they showed some scenes from next week's episode and there was one person specifically and notably missing that was shanna Uh, a couple of the viewers were really peeved about it i got some tweets about it Mm -hmm. that's just bad form you don't do that you don't that's totally spoiling everything where's where's the fun that's that's i covered my eyes yeah, I know, because I said, tell. hang on, because I, like, I got no, the tweet. No I got the spoiler. tweet. I got the tweet. We were an hour late, so I knew what it was talking about, but I hadn't seen it yet. And so you got to got to avoid it, but I had to watch. So, yeah, that was a, that was a lame move. Okay, actability. So we did see that some of the scenes get intense. There's a moment where Blake has his hair sl- slicked back and looks like Jim Carrey. Um, there, We've fallen for it before in the past where we see a scene, we think it's something real that's happening, and it turns out being a scene. We're not falling. Following for that, following for that this Just week. Context and editing. So actability. There was a moment where they showed Lily having a breakdown. I don't know where to go from this. I think that mm-hmm. was an acting moment. I don't think it was real. So, uh, you know, one of the things that we haven't really seen on this season is the interpersonal dynamic, the challenges, the breakdowns that our individual players have had. We mm-hmm. saw it with Cameron last season. We saw it with a lot of the the people last season and we haven't seen it this season so i wonder if it will come out this this week so that's going to be my prediction that that next week during actability week even though i don't think they showed us anything real but i'm hoping that something real will happen okay i can see that like okay because i think because there's been so many characters and now they're they're getting to the last few there'll yes. be more time to show the individual 
uh, people behind the scenes and what really goes on. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that would, that'd be interesting to see. I think, oh, goodness. Someone's, like, can I predict my top yeah. three? Okay. My Mine have changed, obviously, because really? Shanna's gone. Yeah, so. mine ch- changed, too. I think Blake and... Uh-huh. Here we go. Here we go. Blake, Lily, and Allie. Oh. I'm going to say Eileen, Blake, and Allie. Okay. Even though Lily has really made great strides, and I can see why you would make that choice, um, I don't think she's as complex a character. I think I think Blake's going to be a shoe in for at least the top three just because he's the top boy. Yes, I think Ellie, he's going to at least make top three. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so who do you predict as the main winner, as the winner of the show? Um, I don't have the You don't know yet? Oh, okay, yet. No. I thought you had that. I was like, whoa. No. My winner left well, this well, episode. <laughs> um, so next week I predict that we will, again, not have Steve with us, but hopefully we will have Christy Ann with us. Maybe you'll be with us on the panel next week. We'll have to see how the calendar works out. But regardless, join us next week for another Glee Project. Tell me, what is your Twitter handle, Miss? I am Marissa Movies. That's M-A-R-I-S-A Movies on Twitter. And I also do The Great Escape. Oh, you do. Excellent. I am at Tamara Berg on Twitter. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. And I'm doing Falling Skies, which we are coming to the end of as well. So look out for us. And we will see you next week for The Glee Project. See you then. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.